0: Hi everyone. Today I have with me Sai Pavni, a very good friend of mine. Uh, we'll also be having Bode joining us in a while. But first, let's start off with who Sai Pavni is. So, Sai, would you like to give a short introduction of who you are?
1: Yeah, sure. Uh, my name is Pavni, and I'm from Jindal Global uh, University, studying uh, BA Honors in Legal Studies. It's really great to have uh, Bhavna and Bode. Uh, speaking us with the uh, podcast. It's great having you here too, Sai. So
0: everyone, I have a very exciting topic today. So today we'll be discussing about the history of mediation in India and we'll also be discussing about how mediation as of today looks like from a global perspective. So first let's jump all the way back to like um, the era of the myths and mythology so i i was listening to another um, i was listening to another mediator the other day and she was telling us about how mediation has been a part of the indian culture for so long she was taking the example of the mahabharata she was like so the krishna uh, so lord krishna he apparently came down and tried mediating between the pandavas and the Kauravas. not a very successful mediation but definitely you can find some roots there so I was actually very excited to know about that because I didn't know mediation has been a part of Indian culture for so long. So, Sai, anything about mediation being a part of Indian culture for so long? Anything that you have to add on to that? Uh
1: yeah, in uh, mostly in rural areas, we see panchayat system as working uh, as a mediation system, very effective mediation system, like the small disputes, like civil one, um the property coming here and there and then the uh, head of the panchayat resolving do this do that concessions and etc that is a really great thing and that is that has been going around and a lot of villages till now also uh, enforce this system and it's pretty effective and it's really shocking to see that
0: yeah so actually I was reading up a little bit about the history of mediation in India and I found out that it was only during the British, uh, the colonial rule when the British came in, that the system of mediation was lost in India. So they got in their judicial system. So we had established courts and everything when they got uh, when they came in, we had we so that continued for a while post our independence, but uh, mediation is nothing new for us. It's in fact, India rediscovering mediation is what I realized and I'm actually very excited to know about where India stands as of today when it comes to mediation. So where do you think India stands as of today in terms of like legislative backing and everything? I believe
1: there are a lot of legislations which mention mediation. Like here and there, not explicitly, because it's still a discovering uh, system, I believe. Uh, We see one in... um, Uh, Arbitration and Reconciliation Act and then we see it in the Companies Act as well Uh, and also the Hindu Marriage Act uh, and Special Marriages Act as well and then uh, we see Real Estate uh, Regulation and Development Act 2016, that one and recent uh, discovery of um, consumer protection also. So it's I believe whatever you're saying it really goes well with uh, this thing that you have it, ha- it is having bits and pieces here and there and it's still um, showing its color a true a true color
0: I I absolutely agree with you so I am actually super excited about the mediation bill that has been, uh scheduled in the parliament now I am super excited to see it being scheduled this winter session I am very hopeful about the outcome it's going to have, I think it's going to boost mediation in India again, and it's going to um, get back the glory that mediation probably did have at one point in time so I'm asked- really happy to see these
1: insights coming in like uh People, mediation enthusiasts, meeting the uh, law minister here and there, we see like kind of snippets and we are really excited to have that small piece as well. It's really great. Absolutely.
0: So I was actually reading a little bit about mediation again the other day and uh, we had the concept of compulsory mediation. What do you think about compulsory mediation? Oxymoron or not? The million dollar question.
1: I believe it's an oxymoron because at the end of the day, it's the parties who decide to uh, agree upon or disagree upon. So I believe that uh, coming to the contrary, uh, effecting, just imposing mediation is not a right thing at the end of the day. People have to realize that, yeah, this mediation is really effective and they can save a lot of money, a lot of time and also it's like a collective thing that goes together in framing their judgments, their uh, decisions. So I believe it's completely an oxymoron. So what do you think, Bhavna? I actually
0: believe the contrary, Sai. So I don't think it's really an oxymoron. So from my perspective, I think when you, when you ask people, when you make mediation compulsory, pre-litigation mediation compulsory, I think that's a way of showing people that see it's not just coming to the courts that is a very effective option uh it helps putting the option of mediation in front of people i don't think a lot of people in india understand that yeah mediation is an option that we have in hand and i think this is a very nice way of telling people that yeah you do have an option of mediation and i think it's going to be a lot more effective like especially in the family courts and stuff uh you were talking about how mediation is used there right so I think about uh, when you go to the family courts and stuff, instead of directly approaching the court, when you go for mediation, you still have the emotional aspects of parties and everything that is still kept into check. You have the interests of the parties that are also kept in mind when you're uh, coming, where where you are deciding your own case there. So I think it's a very effective way. And also, I think um, it's only going to be an oxymoron when... um, you enforce the decision upon them at the end of the mediation. Since parties here can go sit in a mediation, if they don't like it, they may just as well say, okay, sorry, I want to get back to court and they can leave. But um, it's not like, you know, you're going to be like, no, you have to get your judgment through a mediation. You will have to finalize your case at the end of this mediation. So I think it's not really so much of an oxymoron from my perspective.
1: Interesting, really interesting. But um, I would like to share one um, one insight. I I heard from one of the uh, panel discussion that uh, parties sometimes don't see their faces also in mediation, and they in a private caucus go and just express their uh, disconcern concern or uh, their disbelief in the system. So how can the mediator? Um, you know, bring that up to a really uh, amicable resolution. How do you think, uh, I'm really being curious, how do you think it'll work?
0: I think I think a private caucus is a g- great way for people to get out their frustration without having to, you know, actually come eye to eye with the other party. So um, I remember the other day I was listening to one of the mediators. Uh, I, I'm, I'm really not sh- sure about who, was, who made the statement. But it was a very interesting statement that struck me, which was an online mediation is great because you don't even have to sit in the same room (laughs) as your opposite party. You can sit in two completely different rooms. You don't even have to look eye to eye. You can just probably see them on the screen, but that's about it. You do not... So all your frustration and anger and everything, that is still... You're able to, you know, get that out without it being directly emphasized on the opposite party and I think that's a great way of um, I I think that's a great way of mediating disputes itself so now that I've said this I think uh, it'd be great if we have Bode joining us in about the shift from ADR to ODR because that's something that's been going around a lot and I think it's really amazing the shift from uh, ADR to ODR and I think it's something that really needs to be discussed, and the story really needs to be brought out.
2: Hi, Bode. How are you? I'm doing fine. thank you. How are you
0: I'm good, So I just spoke to scipab I mean we were in this we were in the crossroads where we were discussing about a d r and o d r and how you have that shift coming in and how the past year the pandemic has really seen that move from ADR to ODR has uh, is this how it's been in UK so can you please show some light on that
2: yeah with the whole pandemic it's shifted in-person mediation sessions over to virtual mediation sessions Um, and we've had to kind of tailor so with my own organization I'm not in charge of the whole training but regards to the training i received for neighborhood mediation you have to shift it to deal more with the virtual side of things so um working on platforms like zoom etc and kind of how to handle that and communicating with our co-mediators was quite a challenge but we've like shifted successfully that's nice i think in india as well so
0: like um it took it took india quite a long time for it to you know get ADR into its uh, into its culture and everything, and mm-hmm. it's still probably not completely blog by uh, by Indians, but it's definitely being more accepted. But the shift from ADR to ODR has been like that. It's literally been yeah. a split second, and within a year, things have all gone. Everything's been turned upside down. It's all for the good, in fact. Um, so our current Chief Justice, um, Ramana. He is absolutely a huge fan of mediation. So he's been promoting mediation in India and um, the high court systems and everything, they've all shifted to an ODR system in India. So it's been fairly great here. So everyone's being more technically sound. They're getting more training Mm -hmm. and everything, even with like technical aspects. Get over a Zoom call, get over a phone call. You can mediate a problem anyway.
2: Yeah. No, it's definitely been something new. I wonder how it makes me think about the future, and like the approach that might be taken in the future for those who might not be able to attend a mediation session in person because of maybe, you know, some type of issue, you know, and they may not be able to, you know, be in person. So it's quite interesting, like, you know, it's brought up so many ideas and reached different types of people all over the country now, it might not be limited to just like, you know, the city we're in. So it's been a very interesting time
0: i think one thing that really excited me about uh, the concept of odr was uh, this one statement that shriram panchu sir had said so shriram panchu is a very popular mediator in india um, <laughs> a lot of us consider him as the god of mediation in india <laughs> so he he, he was talk, we were uh, we were in a webinar the other day where he was talking about how the best thing about an odr uh, platform mediation was the fact that you don't even have to look at the other party in the eye so you know Mm -hmm. when you're super angry at the other party and you want to be able to remove your frustration and everything and you do not want to even be in the same room as the other party ODR is like Mm -hmm. a great way of you know taking that forward.
2: Mm -hmm. Well um, yeah no I completely agree because yeah in some scenarios especially where there's a lot of emotion that really helps um I know for some on my side it would be a conversation of you know it might help to look someone in the eye especially you know people that have had previous relationships maybe for like family mediation in regards to that but but yeah I believe I believe it really helps to remain objective especially from our side as a mediator where kind of our viewpoint is to make sure the conflict is is resolved rather than kind of you know Dealing with, you know, lots of emotions in a room. I do, I really think it helps. Um, So it is quite interesting. It's very interesting.
0: Yeah. Uh, Bode, at this point, there's one question I'd like to ask you. So have Mm -hmm. you ever sat in a room, uh, sat in a room, as in like on a virtual platform for a community mediation? Uh, Does ODR really help with community mediation sides or is there yet change to be bought in?
2: Um, So, for me, um, for the community mediation side, there hasn't been much. Well, we separate something called neighbourhood and community into two separate categories. So, neighbourhood would just be um, neighbours and tenants in the same kind of neighbourhood, and community could just be like um, anyone in the community doesn't necessarily have to be neighbours. So, with neighbourhood mediation, it's helped quite a bit, um, just because, like you mentioned, um, they don't have to be together, even though they might live in the same... Um, accommodation, etc. cetera, sorry, like apartment block. It just it allows us to strategize a bit more. So, you know, using breakout rooms, et cetera, and just kind of it allows a bit more emphasis for that. And if there is an issue and there is an overtalking, we have a bit more control because, as you know, you can mute, et cetera, and kind of allow everyone to remain focused on the kind of overall goal. So it does allow mediation process to go, I would say, um, one, a lot quicker as... Kind of the conversation doesn't diverge. So it's been pretty useful.
0: So how how does it work in like neighborhood disputes? So how are you differentiating there between a neighborhood dispute and a community dispute? So what exactly is the differentiating factor?
2: So this one always gets me, um, just because I do both. So it's very good because I just jump into a uh, mediation type, I don't really check the type. Um, But I believe the way for our our organisation would be um, kind of decide what it is, is um, one who the referrer is. So if it's coming from a specific tenant, so for example, if it's coming from a housing association that owns a block of flats, and both parties come from that particular um, housing association or flat, I think we describe that as neighbourhood mediation. Whereas if it's coming from the council, and it's, let's say, located somewhere in a park, And that's where the dispute occurred and it's not necessarily associated with, you know, neighbors. It might be people from outside the area coming into the area or people that previously lived in the area. I believe that's what we call community. But it's very, I'm going to need to confirm that just because I do all type of mediation cases. Um, But yeah, it is interesting.
0: Yeah, I personally had no idea that there was even a difference between the both. Yeah. And I'm glad you have to draw <laughs> that up because, I, well, one new thing I've learned today. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um,
2: yeah.
0: So do you think ODR is probably the way forward for mediation? Do you think we're not going to have any more uh, physical mediation and everything is going to be moved more to like a virtual platform?
2: I definitely think there's a physical element to mediation of you know talking to people in a room really understanding a person and making sure everyone is attentive i understand the benefits of being in person the same way with you know working meetings etc the same reasons apply to mediation however i believe in terms of reach especially um yeah in terms of reach not everyone has that accessibility to just one reach the mediation center or you know the kind of in between location between all of the parties it might be a lot harder so i believe in terms of reach it's just easier to just get more and more people involved in the service um so yeah i believe just for that reason alone it would be useful to have like a, approach for both allow um parties to choose between both or even the referrer to you know choose between both depending on the geographical location of the party
0: Right. I think that makes a lot of sense, especially considering uh, you, like you said, the physical element of mediation is really important and mm-hmm. does really helps a lot of times. So mm-hmm. I think with that, we can end today's podcast. And I'm really happy that I've had Sai Abdi here and Bode here. And we've spoken about so many different things in today's podcast. I really hope all of you are super excited for the next podcast. But till then, remember
1: it, you can resolve it.
2: See you guys.